Welcome back to The Broncast, the podcast all about the Ford Bronco. I'm your host, John Melton. And I'm Donnie Whiteman. We are two Bronco enthusiasts who own Broncos, work on Broncos, and love talking about Broncos from generation one all the way through generation six. Our sponsor for this episode is Tom's Off-Road. Tom's Off-Road has every part that you need to fully restore a Bronco. In this episode, we're going to talk about... Do tell. I, I actually don't know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> that's how that's how prepared we were. So we wrote down a bunch of things to talk about and tossed them into a hat. Yep. Bunch yeah. of randomness. Randomness. So this is a random episode. It's a random, random episode. So... Uh, yeah, don't expect a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of hat do we have? <laughs> it's uh, it's going to be the Bronco Dad hat um, oh, that nice. we that I my kids that got me for Christmas. It was fitting, you know. It's a fitting fitting hat for uh, for this for this episode. Now we've uh, we've been talking about upcoming events um, and wanted to hit on. You know, we've we've talked about these September fifth through the ninth. Coming up on the Bronco Super Celebration West. So this is the event in Colorado, uh, Buena Vista, Colorado. It is an amazing spot out there. It's a beautiful, I mean, I was just in Colorado. You've got just incredible drives all around. Um, And Buena Vista is kind of, it's kind of closer to like Colorado Springs or Denver um, than the the west side of, of Colorado, but still it's, gorgeous out there tons of tons of really cool trails that they go on and it's it's different from supercell east which we were just at in april um where everyone kind of goes and parks and sits in a field for three days four days this event it's like everyone comes in in the morning they line up for their trail drives and then you're gone you know for the entire day and then go have dinner somewhere then go back to your airbnb or your hotel or your camping spot then go back in the morning, you know, so do it all over again. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's cool. Cause it's such a different, you know, same event, but yet it's so such a different event. I'm sure if I was a vendor at that event, I'd be like, what the heck? Like no one's here, <laughs> but it's cool because, you know, you get to go on these epic drives with 40 other Broncos and, and they're pretty cool. So. That's that whole Northwest thing though. Their Broncos yeah. are built to use yes. lifted suspension, Big tires, yeah, winches, yep, and they use them. I mean, we've got videos of that. It is, you know, they look different. They look like monster trucks. Yeah, exactly. And then September twentieth through the twenty third, we have the Oklahoma Classic Bronco Roundup OCBR. If you're uh, if you're in the know, Uh, that one is. um, It was in Hot Springs, Arkansas, or the Hot Springs Off Road Park in Arkansas. Um, and, uh, so definitely if you're in that area, check out that event. Um, even though that's in the middle part of the country, there, there's some good wheeling around there. It's kind of close. Oklahoma's close enough to Texas, but it's in Arkansas, you know, it's nice (laughs) and confusing. (laughs) (laughs) It's right in there. Yeah. It's, it's all around there. So that, that's going to be, uh, that's going to be a great event as well. So that's coming up Wednesday, September 20th through Saturday, September 23rd. And then the weekend after that is our event here that's close to home for us, an hour and a half away, Bowling Green. So just north of Nashville, uh, September 28th to October 1st is Holly's Ford Fest. Only this year, they're going to have a separate Bronco Corral. And what's really cool about that is 
it's at the off-road park part of the, I don't want to say park. It's actually part of the property. It yeah. overlooks everything. And they have the off-road course. They have an obstacle course this year they've added. They've got, I think, a pond. Um, <laughs> but they have, so in this off-road course, in this big hill that overlooks the the, the park, which is what, um, park rides? Like, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's an amusement park, Big Bend amusement okay. park, but yeah. Yeah, so there's that. There's the drag strip. Yeah. There's the drift course. There's the uh, swap meet. There's the vendor. I think they call it a midway. And yeah. it, it's not just Holly. It's anyone that wants to bring product to the show can come. And then we've taken over this hill. We went last year just to play around. And uh, this year we get to go on the track. But yeah. didn't we just look up the passes and stuff? They just- yeah, I mean, they, they have. Um, so if you go to FordFest.com, they've got some good... Uh, Good passes there. Um, pulling it up here. So $125 for three days, which is a little bit more expensive. Um, uh, but you get to do the whole off-road experience. So you can go on the obstacle course. You can, you know, do the flex test. You can do the off-road showcase. There's stuff that you can actually take your Bronco to do, which I think is super cool. Um, or you could do, you know, one of the other packages that they have, and then they have a spectator package. So if you were like, oh, I don't really want to do anything with my Bronco, but I want to come hang out with cool people. There's one day passes where, you know, it ranges from 25 bucks to $70 for the three days, you know, so you can get some different prices in there. And even if you just want to come hang out with us for a little bit. Oh um, yeah. It come for one day, but also, $125 might sound like a lot of money, but it's actually your vehicle, you, and a passenger. Yeah. So, and then your vehicle can do all the things. So, I mean, I would go down the drag strip. I don't think I'd drift a Bronco, but yeah. that'd probably be the only thing I wouldn't do. I, I don't know if I'd do a drag strip in a Bronco. <laughs> you wouldn't. It's an eighth mile. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, a lot can go wrong in steering of an early Bronco. In an Over 35 mile. miles yeah. an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like, hey, and John reaches 60 miles an hour in a quarter of a mile, eighth of a mile. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be impressive. So, but yeah. it's like, it's a, you know, it's like going to an amusement park for your vehicle. You get to do all these things. It's like the water park, right? Yeah. Yeah. On vacation, but it's for your car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, uh, all right. So we, like Donnie said, we've got uh, questions from a hat. I feel like uh, we're on the old show, Whose Line Is It Anyway? But yeah, we just threw a bunch of random questions. And then we started throwing ones in there like, uh, you know, podcast you're listening to. Non-Bronco related, just like Donnie and John interests, you know. If, so if you've ever wondered about us, then you might you might get to know something more than what you thought you were going to get. Is this like truth or dare? I thought it was just Bronco <laughs> questions. It's a whole bunch, whole bunch of questions in here. So, uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll start us off um, and uh, get, oh, yeah, there you go. A question for Donnie. What music are you listening to right now? Oh, I'm a big White Stripes fan. Oh. Yeah, so Black Keys, White Stripes, all that kind of stuff. So yep. uh, I like to rock in the shop. That's pretty good. <laughs> I do like I do like the White Stripes. I've been listening to uh, A Wall Nation. Just came out with a new album, or sometime this year they came out with a new album, um, and it's a bunch of covers of older um, older songs. But they like pull in other artists that you know, like Jewel, that artist from the '90s. She sings like Material Girl with A Wall Nation. So it's kind of like some fun mashups, and and they do a really good job of covering the song. So. I've been listening to that a bunch. 
That's fine. Yeah. I mean, we listen to everything at the shop. I yeah. mean, there's country, hard rock, whatever. But yeah. my choice is, you know, Peaky Blinders kind of music. If you could have any Bronco, money's not an issue, what Bronco would you pick? Oh, you know what's funny? I'd have a, I'd have a big ole. Yeah? Hands down. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'd drive it. I'd use it for everything. I'd drive it everywhere. That, to me, is like the ultimate, ultimate Bronco. Yeah. Even, I mean, I love my new Bronco, but right. that's the ultimate early Bronco for me. That, I, that one would be up there for sure. I, like, I, there's part of me, I would love the, like, first Bronco known, you know, like, that, that has been made or, like, like, that we have that, you know, that's been out. Like, I think that'd be super fun to, to have number one um, wherever it is. I don't think it's in existence anymore, but... You know, having number one. But yeah, Big Ole would be up there for sure. Well, like a full Baja Bronco. Oh, yeah. The OJ Bronco's not on your list? No. no, no. <laughs> I know where that one is. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> it's, it's in Pigeon Forge where we're going. <laughs> All right, here's another one. Uh, if you could make one part of the new Bronco better, what part would it be? Oh, if I could make one part of the new Bronco better... I would say the fenders or the fender flares. That's, I mean, and I guess people are making those better, but that's still the one that, you know, I still look at it and I'm just like, oh, like it, I don't like how they look. And maybe we'll look back in, you know, 20 years and it'll become iconic, just like the Jeep fenders are, are iconic for the Jeep. But I still just look at it and I don't, I don't like the fender flares. That's, that's my. It did baffle me that they went perfectly round like an old K5, but yeah. I just thought it would have been, you know, emulate the early Bronco more. But on the other hand, maybe they didn't want to. Maybe they yeah. didn't want it to look exactly like it. Yeah. Well, and even the Raptor, I feel like the Raptor looks cool <laughs> except for the fenders or fender flares. Yeah. It's like someone once said the that it looks pool. like the baby pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. It was like, Ian Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that is exactly what they look like. Yeah. It looks like a baby pool. All right. If you could go to any moment in racing history, doesn't even have to be Bronco, racing history, what would it be? Wow. You know, I'm a, I'm a huge uh, vintage open wheel like, F1 kind of fan, the one yeah. that looked like cigars with just four wheels. And uh, as a kid, I used to go to the Indianapolis 500 back when the cars actually looked like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm old. I'm not that old. But um, <laughs> so I guess it would have been, uh, you know, Mario Andretti was racing, AJ Foyt, yeah. all those guys, Parnelli Jones, uh -huh. and all those guys actually did IndyCar also. So I love the open wheel with maybe one wing in the back and yes. the pipes are exposed. I just think that's cool because it's just, it's a tube around the driver and four wheels. It's, yeah. it's got to be scary. And they yeah. were on like radial tires. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would be cool. I think I would want to go to like one of the Le Mans, like even the one in Ford versus Ferrari when Ford came in one, two, three. Like I think that's a really cool moment. And yeah, there, that would, it would be fun to, to go back through. There's a lot of racing history moments that it would be fun to go back to. If you could make one part on your early Bronco chassis better, what would it be? Like, if you could make one change, oh. spare no expense, you got to do it however you want, what would you change mechanically, I guess? Oh, man. I mean, you've already done it. I know. I've done a lot. <laughs> you've done everything. But yeah. maybe there's one more thing to do. I'd probably change something about the frame. Like, there's a lot with the frame that could be better. 
Um, and uh, like including how the fuel tank sits under, you know, in between the frame rails, how the engine sits so close in between the frame rails. Like that frame is so narrow that it limits so much of what you can do. Um, it's, you know, difficult to, to do different suspension setups and stuff like that under there. But it also, I mean, at the same time, it gives you gives you good um, good turning radius. I like I don't know. That's that's a hard one. Yeah, probably fuel tank or, or the frame. What, yeah. what would you What would you do? A, a bigger gas tank. Yeah, absolutely. And the ones you know now they make them bigger, but you can see them. They yeah. stick way down. They look yes. like, a, like a diaper. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, does not does not look good. <laughs> All right, your your next question, Bronco two. Or Mustang too. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with Bronco too. Yeah, yeah. I really have a dislike for the Mustang too. Yep. More than the. More than the Bronco <laughs> too. Yeah, it's just the you know you can still do stuff with a Bronco too. You can lift it. You can, which makes it a little more dangerous. But uh, yeah. they're still kind of cool. They're just like yeah. little tiny Broncos. But Mustang 2 is like, it is in their generational lineup though. I know. That's I don't know crazy. how that one is and the Bronco 2 isn't, but. All right. If you had a Bronco 2 today, what would you do to it? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'd wheel it. Absolutely. I'd, I'd turn it into a wheeler. It's narrow. So you get between the trees, but then yeah. it, my wheels would stick out a foot and a half on either side, but I'd absolutely wheel that body. Yeah. Yeah. Because be cool. it's small. Yeah, super small, short wheelbase. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd probably, I, I wonder if anyone's put a Coyote in there. I wonder if it can even fit. I, people have put V8, you know, like 302s, 351s in there. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably try to swap in a big motor, at least some kind of V8. Well, if the wheels are sticking outside the truck, you don't yeah. need the fender wells inside the truck. Oh. So you just put the engine in there. There you go. Yeah, one ton swap it. And, yeah, and, uh, huge axles. <laughs> yeah. That's what Ian would do. Yep, yep, exactly. <laughs> that would be awesome. All right, let's see if we got another one for you, John. What is your, like, favorite a bolt-on accessory? Um, we're going to keep this Bronco. We don't care what gen, but yeah. what is your favorite accessory? Bolt-on accessory. Man, I guess this could, can kind of be uh, parts corner. <laughs> uh, favorite bolt-on accessory. So... For an early Bronco, I would say my the, one of the favorite things that I did was uh, disc brakes. Another one is the carpet kit. Like, honestly, I used to always think like, oh, I don't want a carpet kit because I'm going to take the top off and it might rain and I'm going to be super cool and like drive in the rain. I'm never driving in the rain, you know, like no one ever looks, you know, I look at the weather and I'm like, oh, it's going to rain today. Cool. I'm not driving my Bronco without the top on, you know, like, so yeah, accidents do happen, but you know, for the most part. And now that I have a carpet kit, it is way more comfortable to drive. It It is a sound deadener, the carpet kit is. And it, you know, helps with the heat coming up from the engine. So yeah, the carpet kit is one of my favorite, favorite parts. And then, yeah, disc brakes. And probably EFI would be, that's not really a bolt-on one. That's That takes a little so, bit more. A little more work, yeah. yeah. A little more work. What would you say? Uh, squishy shocks. Oh yeah, I really yeah. like squishy shocks. Yeah. <laughs> I just think they're awesome. With the reservoir, the bigger the reservoirs, the bigger the shock, the better. Yeah. So it used to be back in the day, how many shocks could you put on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you basically do like a really soft spring. But yeah. the uh, and then you know they got into these valved reservoirs and shocks are amazing today. But yeah, yeah. I just love how 
the truck can completely float and go up and down like a cat. It's just incredible. Yeah, that is nice. All right, next one for you. What is the dumbest thing you've ever done in a car? Oh, geez. Where do I start? <laughs> uh, one of them was going through a drive through backwards, and the next car was a police officer. So oh. me and all my 15-year-old buddies <laughs> are looking at a police officer. <laughs> on a learner's permit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'd definitely be one of them. I driving them on two wheels, yeah. you know, being really stupid. Yeah. Again, in a Beetle. Oh, my <laughs> so, gosh. Yeah, we push those things hard. So, yeah, yeah that, that's up there. What was your first car? I, I had Beetles. Yeah. That's all I could afford. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Couldn't have, I couldn't afford, you know, expensive gas and repair parts. All you needed in a Beetle was a, a throttle cable and a spare belt. Yeah. There's nothing else to go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. All right, let's see here. We got another one for you. Uh, what's the worst looking Bronco in history? <laughs> <laughs> This can be a paint job. It the, doesn't the have Bronco to be. Bronco too? No. <laughs> uh, Let's see. The, the worst looking Bronco in history. Oh, man. I don't know. Probably the one I just bought. Yeah. But, <laughs> in the shop. Uh, yeah. What would be? I mean, I like all Broncos. I even do like the Bronco too. I, I, I know I give it hate a lot of times, but I even, I mean, I'm not a fan of the pink Broncos. I, I don't, uh, don't care for those, but like there's one, the one at Super Celebration, um, it's like he, he painted it pink for his wife who had breast cancer. And I'm like, well, that's super cool. Like hideous, but cool. You know, like it's a great story, but I would never want to drive it. So, um, so probably I, I'm not a fan of, uh, of what is it, the, the diamond, um, diamond plate. plate. Yeah. So probably. I, I offered you some today. <laughs> no, you did. And you, know, you like, just turned oh, it down right no away. I'm just like, yeah, you want to think about it? It's black. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So probably the Bronco with the most diamond plate. That would be the, the ugliest of my mind. <laughs> Do you have one? A pink Bronco with black diamond plate? No, just, oh. just <laughs> what would be the ugliest in your mind? Oh, you know... They didn't make it. It would have been the, what would have been the sixth generation Bronco, which is, you know, like the F-150, you know, looks like poop. It it had the name, the design. I think it looked like a Ford Taurus. Yeah. Thank God they never made that Bronco. So it would have ruined the Bronco. It wouldn't have come back after that. Yeah, because it would have come out in 97. Yeah. It it was the the year of the uh, jelly bean yeah. F-150. Is that what they could? Well, that's yeah. the style. Yeah, yeah. So, Looks yeah. worse than a jelly bean. Yeah. Instead, they came out with the Expedition or Exploder. exploder. All those yeah. X trucks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next one for you. Name all the Bronco nicknames by generation. Did we write those up there yet? No, they're oh, not up there. <laughs> all right. So early or classic Bronco. Yep. First know generation. That and yep. then the second gen doesn't actually have a name. It does. It we, we sort of. Last time we argued, or I couldn't think of this, and we were like, it doesn't have a name, but it does. It wasn't one of the names I thought it was. Um, I know it had a project name, Shorthorn, but that's not it. Right. Does it have an F in it? <laughs> the F, <laughs> F Bronco. It, it did, but uh, this is, it's the same name as the F100 or F150, F100 of this time. So not step side, but 
Oh, so Dentai? Dentai. Oh, yeah. they call it Dentai. Yep. Okay, yep. all right. 78, that's 79. The, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the, the nickname. The first of the full-size Broncos. Yep. You want me to name them all? Yeah. And then Again, the get them wrong? Yep. Okay, so third generation is 1980 to 1986, and that is the Bull nose. Yeah. I got it? You got it. I got it. All right. (laughs) And then the one after that is the fourth gen, which was 87 to 91. So that's the third of the full-size Broncos. And uh, that's the brick nose. Yep, yep. Yeah, yes. I, I've actually been thinking about this a lot because <laughs> I knew you were. It. I knew you were going to ask me again because I got them all wrong. It was last luck, time. man. It was it was luck. <laughs> it was just in the hat. And then the fifth gen, which everyone calls the OJ Bronco, was like Arrow or something like yeah, that, wasn't it? Yeah, Arrow or original body style OBS. Mm-hmm. Um, or I forget what what else OBS stood for, but but they rounded the nose, so I think they called it you know Arrow yeah. for aerodynamics. Yeah. So. Which which of the Broncos was the lightest and smallest? One of them, they really shrank it down. Was it the third, third gen? Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, I, I believe, I mean, obviously the first gen is the lightest and the smallest, but second gen came out, it was huge, guzzled gas, but it was kind of during the time of the oil crisis. And so they were trying to make it smaller, more capable, better gas mileage, so they threw a big tank in there and made it shorter. Or I don't know if they made it shorter or not. But I think it's everything. Look at smaller, the wheelbase. Yeah. It's narrower. It's just, it's, it's actually more aerodynamic yeah. also. But Georgia Broncos uh, gave us posters, if you're listening to this, on, on uh, Spotify <laughs> or iTunes. And, you're and they like, left the nicknames what off. Are they, what are they looking at? <laughs> well, we have six posters behind us that Georgia Broncos gave us of the generational lineup um and uh it's all the different different generations with performance price powertrain horsepower dimensions ground clearance so we're we're consulting we're consulting the wall behind us that's why but there are no nicknames on there the are no nicknames yep. i did way better this time you did you got a wall <laughs> we need to come up with a nickname for the sixth gen nathan would be so proud of me <laughs> his wife knows all the names and i don't yep <laughs> All right, so here's here's another one for you. All right. Um, if you could move anywhere in the U.S., where would you move and why? I'd Colorado. That's, yep, I would love to live in Colorado. But that's, anywhere? Yeah, I mean, so I was just a couple of weeks ago, I was in Ure, Colorado, which is incredible. It feels like Switzerland. Like, it's, it, it's right there where Black Bear Pass, Imogen, um, and a bunch of other... Uh, passes the million dollar highway it's that's all <clears throat> kind of leads into your and um so we were there shooting for onyx off-road and uh yeah it was just beautiful and weather was perfect i mean it was it was gorgeous that that would be the place to move is it in a quadrant like southwest or what um, part were you in it is south it's south of i-70 um it's south uh, let's see it's right near Telluride. Um, pretty close to Telluride. It's not helpful to yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't, and I'd have to pull it up on a map to know exactly. But it's south of I 70 on the west side of the state. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. But, all right. Uh, personal one. What is your favorite movie? Oh, my favorite movie? Uh, gone in 60 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> like I really didn't even have to think about it, I just hesitated. For effect. Yep. yep. <laughs> I love car movies. That's probably one of my all-time favorites. Nice. So, 
Yeah. Wait, the Nick Cage one or uh, the original? <laughs> I haven't seen the original. Oh, yeah. I actually haven't either. I only know of it because Big Ole was in it. Oh, you know, you're right. We we talked about that, and yeah. I meant to go back and watch that. Yeah. And uh, it's in there. It makes a couple of cameos, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. I wonder who the actress. Was there someone as cool as Nick Cage back then? Oh, <laughs> Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Um, all right, here's one for you. If you could go back and get credit for one thing on the early Bronco, what would it be? Oh, I like that question. If you could go back and get credit for one thing. I did this. Yeah, it definitely would not be the brake booster because um, <laughs> that seems like an afterthought that uh, no one I heard really that guy had an about. accident. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, I like, I mean, thinking about the early Bronco, you know, you've, the suspension was kind of groundbreaking for an SUV. Like it was, you know, uh, springs with shocks and had an amazing turning radius. I think I would, I would go back and take credit for the, uh, the suspension on the early Bronco. Yeah. Well, is there one that you would? I'd do the design. To, yeah. this, oh, to yeah. this day, the design of that truck. So I have a whole theory on this. So, you know, what a lot of people are doing today, like Porsche, they're taking their car design and they're growing it up. It's like a souffle of a Porsche car. It's just taller and you like stretch it. It looks like a cartoon and everybody's doing that. Ford has the SUV, the electric Mustang that looks like a Mustang that just grew yeah. vertically. Yep. And uh, But if you think about it, it looks so much like the Mustang it has all the same design cues, but they did it better than that. It doesn't look like a souffle version Yes. A pancake, you yeah. know, and yeah. uh, I just, I love the design of it. everything about it. The fenders, the style line down the sides, probably my favorite. Yeah. Um, the hood's good. Grill's amazing. You know, and you look at everybody else's product in the same, at the same period and they were just enormous. They didn't like flow. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, cool. I'm a huge fan of the design. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right. Next one for you. Best car memory or experience? Oh, you know, this is funny. It, it's, it actually would go back to when I was probably like 12 years old. And uh, my dad took me go-karting. Oh. And uh, I had never actually driven anything before in my life. I might have been like nine or 10. I don't know how old I was. But I remember we went and it was, uh, they set up in this parking lot, like a Kmart parking lot. And we're there for the summer and we go by and it's like, oh, I want to do that. I want to do that. Finally, he took me, but this was back when go-karts were go-karts. They had gas engines, yeah. and they were fast, you know, before everything got restricted. And right. They had bumpers all over them. And I remember when we went home, like he had to open the car door. I couldn't open my hands. I had gripped the steering wheel so hard, <laughs> I literally couldn't use my hands until the next day. And I just never forgot that. It's just yeah. like, I'm going to be a race car driver. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that is amazing. I don't know if I have, I mean... I was actually thinking you would say when you went to the uh, Salt Salt Lake. Oh, I didn't get to drive though. That's true. That's so true. That that would have been up there. Yeah, it's on, yeah. It's, that's on my bucket list to drive to on be, the Salt Lake. Yeah, oh, everything on my bucket list just about has to do with driving something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool. Top three podcasts. Um, okay, so number one is How I Built This. Uh, Guy Raz interviews business owners and just kind of 
I just think it's super fascinating because he goes through and, and really just sits down with like Herb Keller from Southwest and, hey, how'd you start this? You know, what were you thinking? What was going on at, at, in this time? And it's cool just hearing their stories. Um, and then, uh, yeah, like, I mean, he's interviewed a ton of people. One of my favorite ones was he interviewed the guy who started Chuck E. Cheese, who had also also started Atari who also worked with Steve Jobs uh, when he founded the Apple uh, company. So like, you know, just crazy stuff like that, that you start hearing these people's stories and you're like, wait, what? Um, and so that's a good one uh, to listen to on, on a road trip. Um, I'll, I'll listen to Joe Rogan every once in a while. Um, I think he's super entertaining, but four hours for a podcast, I can't usually, I don't usually have four hours, you know, where I can just listen to something. So it's rare for me to, to sit through a whole episode of his. Um, but then uh, you introduced me to a podcast called Smartless. Um, and I've been listening to that one, which is super fun. Um, they have, you know, just, it's it's uh, the guy who plays Lego Batman. I forget his name. Oh, well, Will Arnett. Will Arnett. Uh Jason, Jason Bateman, Bateman, and Sean. Sorry, Sean. We don't remember. Your last I forget his last name. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think he was on Will and Grace. Yeah, um, and uh, but they just like pull in different guests, and it is it's a hilarious podcast. That well, one's... and the other two guys don't know who the guests are. Yeah, yeah. So, yep. Um, so I listened to that one, and then the other one that I always listen to is How Did This Get Made, where they literally oh, yeah. go through a movie and just like talk about how the, you know, the flaws of the movie. And um, that one has, I don't know all the people in it, but there, it is, it's really funny. Um, so yeah, those are, those are my top, what are, what are your top, top well, podcasts? Mine currently is Smart List. I actually love that one. They had uh, Will Ferrell on there and he oh. goes, oh, thanks for inviting me on the Smart List. And they go, no, it's not Smart List, it's Smart List. And he goes, oh. He goes, well, that name blows. Yeah, like, that's a terrible name. <laughs> thought you were inviting me on here because I was smart. <laughs> but um, yeah, that one actually, I just, those guys are funny and they're just real, yeah. you know. Um, you know, one, I was listening to this podcast before we got started. It was called My Favorite Murder. Those two girls are hilarious. Um, nice. it, you know, I'm not into murders, but actually they put on a really good podcast. They have like 500 episodes. Been doing Whoa. it. Yeah, it's insane. Every, wow. Yeah. Um, I like this, another one called 99% Invisible. So, okay. And it's completely random. Uh, Roman Mars puts it on, but it's just, it's always entertaining and it's stuff you didn't know that's usually all around you. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's a good one too. That sounds like one I've listened to called Reply All. And it's uh, the Gimlet guys who, um, you know, just get these random questions all the time. So they just take a question and they answer it on the air kind of thing. And it turns into an episode and, um, it's always just super random, you know, wacky stuff. And some of them I'm just like, ah, skip, skip, skip. But some of them are fascinating. Like, yeah, so that's cool. Nice. Okay, our last question. This is it. All right. For, for all the for, bananas. For all the beans. All the beans. Marbles. In a desert race, this is an easy one. Would you be the driver or co-driver? <laughs> Throw that one away. <laughs> we don't even need. Really that's not a question. That. Come on. That's a we already know that. Answer. How about how Four about one conclusion? How about uh, what is the number one desert race you'd like to race in? Oh Baja, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, King of the Hammers looks amazing, but that's some scary stuff. Yeah, 
Yeah. Those guys, those guys are nuts. Yes. So, but Baja, I mean, that's, you know, that goes back to the late 60s and. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be fun to make a Bronco to race in Baja. I thought and, we were. Well, oh, yeah, we are. <laughs> Bucket list. Bucket list, for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but we we can't, the two of us, because we'll fight over who's the driver. We'll take turns. So we need two teams. We'll make two Broncos and two teams. So if you're team John Melton or if you're team Donnie, you got to pick now. And who's going to win? Who's going to finish? That's and which what, truck you're going to navigate in because we're driving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we could alternate, though. I think we should alternate. That would be fun. That would be fun. I would do that. Yeah. Yeah, that would be that would be a blast to to do. Man, I would love to love to race in the Baja. Be a blast. Just go drive it. You know, back in the day, Bruce Myers that they used to just do drives, and then through the desert like whole weekends. And they're like, you know what? We should time ourselves. You know, and the motorcycles were doing it. And they're like, let's just see how fast we could do this in. And yeah. next thing you know, there's Nora, and then. The Baja 1000. Well, cool. Well, there you go. Uh, questions from the hat. Our hat is now empty. We've asked all the questions. So here's the deal. Uh, we thought we'd do some questions that we came up with this time. But next time, we need your questions. So once we get to 20 questions that you guys have sent in, 20 good questions, um, then we'll do this again <laughs> if, if you enjoyed this. Um, so shoot us an email at questions at thebroncast.com. That's Q-U-E-S-T-I-O-N-S at T-H-E-B-R-O-N-C-A-S-T.com. And uh, yeah, send us some questions. What uh, what do you want to know? What do you want to know about John and Donnie? What do you want to know about uh, just Bronco fun stuff? What do you? What question would you like us to answer online? What question would you ask uh, if you were playing this? Questions of the hat from the hat with us. Um, and also, we're asking for a lot here, but Bronco horror stories. So if you remember. Last Halloween, we had an episode about Bronco horror stories and just kind of asked you guys, hey, what are some of the terrible moments that you've had with your Bronco? Like, what are some of those just, you know, terrible times? And there were some amazing stories that that you guys sent in and we just read them on the air. So if you have an amazing, terrible horror story for uh, with the Bronco, shoot us an email, questions at thebroncast.com. And uh, we might read them on air on our special Halloween episode, Bronco Horror Stories. Um, but yeah, that's it. Come see us at Ford Fest if, uh, if you're around and you want to come by for, for a day. Bring your Bronco. And uh, thank you guys so much for watching. See you next time. Thank you for listening to The Broncast, a podcast all about the Ford Bronco. We'd like to thank this season's sponsor, Tom's Off-Road for all your Gen 1 and Gen 6 Bronco parts. Our technical producer and audio editor is Josh Toller, a freelance podcast mixer, editor, and trumpet player extraordinaire right here in Nashville, Tennessee. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Find our video, podcasts, and other materials on our YouTube channel, Nashville Early Bronco. Thanks again for listening to the broadcast. We'll see you next week.